Have you listened to our new podcast called Soul Food? Are you ready to fill your soul with what it needs? Look no further. Bishop Bear Joshua's Soul Food Podcast is here to satisfy your spiritual hunger. No matter your age or background, this podcast is for everyone. No matter where you are, at home, at work, or on the go, you can listen anytime to these engaging messages of faith. From testimonies and real-life stories to musical entertainment, feed your soul with more than just physical sustenance, but with solid spiritual food. Tune in today on our platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and much more. It's time for some soul food. Tune in today. Do you know who the Lord Jesus is? For the blind man, he's light. For the starving, he's the bread of life. For the thirsty, he's the fountain of living water. For the sick, he's healing. For the lonely, he's a faithful friend. For the accused, he's a lawyer. For the lost, he's the savior. For the wandering, he's the way. For the deceived, he's the truth. For the dead, he is life. The Lord Jesus is everything. Wake up, America. May the spirit of the living God be with you, bless you wherever you are. Our Lord Jesus on the cross, he said himself, it is finished. And today is a day for us to put an end to your problems. Never again forget John 19:30, when he said it is finished, which means it is over. Over to your problem, over to the devil, over to death, over to your tears, it is over. Today is a day for us to take possession of our victory. Let me ask you a question. Would you pay for the same bill twice? No, you wouldn't. You would not pay for the same bill twice. What is paid, it is done. Pay off. It says pay off. It is done. So you should not pay for the same bill twice. The Lord Jesus on the cross, he overcame. Jesus said it is finished. He gave up his spirit for you, but you cannot give up in life. On the cross, Jesus overcame Satan, sicknesses, addictions. He overcame the whole hell. Stay with us wherever you may be. You are now listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua. Don't stop listening. There is more soul food to share. Stay tuned to listen to the rest of this story. Do you need food for your soul? Don't stop listening, Soul Food has more to feed you. We'll be right back. If you have been enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend or family member. 
One day, the doctor said, Pedro, we have to do the last, ex the last exam to actually check your leg. As we were there, I remember that the doctor, he did a very awkward face when I came out and he looked at me like, and he said, Pedro, we have to do the exams again. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And I went again and I came out like 20 minutes later and he was looking at me very confused. And I remember he said, I have to call another doctor here. And he took his phone, he called, and a doctor, another doctor came to the room. And suddenly he called another doctor and another doctor came to the room. And I'm sitting down in the, uh, at the, the room with them and there is now five doctors looking at me and all looking to my exams and like, something's wrong. I just could hear like the mumbling. And I remember the doctor looked at me and said like this, Pedro, do you feel any pain in your leg? I was like, no, I don't feel any pain. Uh, and he was like, because we can't see you tomorrow. When I was three years old, so my parents, they had the brilliant idea of giving myself to the Lord. Uh, so I grew up in a Christian family, everything fine, everything beautiful and perfect for many years. Uh, and for all this time, like working around and like just traveling with my parents because they, they used to do ministry together, uh, I always felt quite empty and felt that I want to experience life in a different way. Uh, so when I was 15, I had a brilliant idea of starting to play basketball. And I was this guy that was always tall, was like the tallest kid in the, in the school. So I was like, I want to play basketball, I want to be a pro. And I started to play with my friends and some teams started to actually pay attention. I was like, okay, I'm actually good in this. Uh, so I was invited to play the team. Uh, what's normal, like when you start to play with people, you start to play with other guys, you, you start to actually be involved in different atmospheres. And being with these friends that are not Christians and they they didn't have any connections with Jesus at all. Uh, I started to experience some different things. So I started to actually go around to parties. I started to actually go around to drugs, uh, drinking quite a lot. The only thing I was looking for was for fun and actually for me to have a story because I, I always thought that like being a Christian was so boring and I actually need a story for me to tell to people. And I always said in the back of my mind, I will go out and do whatever I want. And after one day I come back and I have a beautiful story for me to tell to people. And that was like how I was feeling and what I thought was important for me. Uh, with my parents not being able to pay a lot, of, a lot of attention on what I was doing, I just started to actually go deep and deep and deep in sin. So I started to actually meet some girls and after I started to drink more and more and have some opportunities to actually try and smoking and things like that and one day I hurt my foot uh, in the train uh, I actually hurt it and I felt something very awkward and my leg was not okay so my, my parents decided to take me to the doctor as we arrived there the doctor told me you should go out of the room because I need to talk to your parents and I was like oh something actually very wrong happened here so the doctor came to them and said that I have a cancerous tumor in my left leg and that, for me, as the 15 years old, was a massive shock. And the only thing I couldn't think was like, okay, can I still play basketball? Because I have a cancerous tumor now. And I didn't really want to pay attention to that because when you're 15, you just want to pay attention to your future. So I was like, oh, if something happened, I actually can just put a, a fake leg and st still play. I was like, let's do that. Uh, so I didn't really thought really well what was a cancerous tumor. And as the doctor started to talk to me and my parents, I started to understand that things was very, very serious. And they told me in the, in the possibility of actually amputating my leg. As I grew up in the church and every good kid that grew up in church, I said to my parents, I need Jesus. I need to be healed. So I went straight to church and I started to talk to my old pastor and I said, you know, I have a cancerous tumor and they told me that they have to amputate my leg. What do I do? And my pastor said, Pedro, we as a church, we're going to pray for you and we're going to commit ourselves to pray for you every week. So they started to pray for me 
every single week. And as these months were, were passing, I was keep going to the doctor and checking and there was, there was no progress. And they told me, Pedro, we actually have to amputate your leg. We have to amputate your leg. And this story was just going uh, at the point that I was very okay with that. And I was like, okay, I actually will have to amputate my leg. And this is my story now. Uh, and as the, the story was going, one day, the doctor said, Pedro, we have to do the, leg, the last exam to actually check your leg. This was a massive machine where they put me inside and this machine put me inside and they have to check my bone. Uh, as we were there, I remember that the doctor, he did a very awkward face when I came out and he looked at me like, and he said, Pedro, we have to do the exams again. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And I went again and I came out like 20 minutes later and he was looking at me very confused. And I remember he said, I have to call another doctor here. And he took his phone, he called, and a doctor, another doctor came to the room. And suddenly he called another doctor and another doctor came to the room. And I'm sitting down in the, uh, at the, the room with them and there is now five doctors looking at me and all looking to my exams and like, something is... <laughs> and I just could hear like the mumbling. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Um, and I remember the doctor looked at me and said like this, Pedro, do you feel any pain in your leg? I was like, no, I don't feel any pain. Uh, and he was like, because we can't see your tumor. And I was like, what? We can't see your tumor. And it was, was so interesting because on that moment I was very, very excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was healed. Oh my, something supernaturally just happened here. And it was so crazy because I always saw God working powerfully with my parents and with other, other people in the church, but I never actually had the deep experience with the Lord where, where God is healing me. Uh, so I always heard about uh, miracles. I always heard about these big things, but I never actually experienced that. But now was happening to me and I couldn't deny because I like, was in the front of me and they said, you don't feel any pain. I was like, no, I don't. They said, we don't have to amputate your leg because we can't see the tumor in you. And I remember like, they said, go home and after you come back next month and we're gonna new, do, new some, uh, do some new exams. I said, okay, fine. So I remember walking to the car with my father. My father was super quiet. And my plan was, okay, I can go back and play. And I was all right, I will go back to my life. I will play, I will do this, this, this. And as we drove, my father dropped me at home and I went to my room and I was alone at home. And I remember I sat down at the, at the bed and I started to think, okay, I will call my friends. I will say that I'm good now and I can start to play again. And I'm going to this game now. And our team was in the final four. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. We're gonna play, we're gonna win. And I remember for, in, in one second, I've just felt so empty. And I was like, wait something is actually wrong with me because I was just healed from a cancerous tumor. For six months, people have been telling me that I will have to amputate my leg, but I'm, I'm not really getting like, why I'm feeling this way. And I remember on that moment, I closed my eyes and there is this divine appointments that always happen, right? And I remember in my room, there was a window and I looked to the side and there was a Bible. And when I took the Bible, I just opened and was in Isaiah and was like this, I'm doing a, a new thing. Don't you see it? And I remember I just, I just really memorized that phrase. I was like, I'm doing a new thing. Don't you see it? And that started to burn in my heart. And in that moment, I started to cry a lot. And I said to, I remember like saying this very, very deeply to Jesus and saying, Jesus, if there is a God, if there is a, a real Jesus there, if there is a real relationship uh, outside of these uh, earth relationships, I really want to know you. I really want to go deep with you. And I promise you, if I'm doing this for you, I will go 100% in 
I'm a really, like, I will be a real team player and I will actually give my life for this cause. Uh, and I remember in that moment, I just felt a big love coming to my room. Uh, it was something that I couldn't stop crying. I, I really did, didn't understand why I was crying so much. And something really, well, I was just feeling that my, my scars and my, my wounds was actually being healed in that moment. Like things that I thought that was healed from a long time ago. Sometimes small things that I learned inside churches or I saw inside churches that hurted me, comments from people that hurted me and all these things in a moment just disappeared and, and just became like a small thing. And from that day on, my life was completely transformed. Oh, it hurts the most cause I don't know the cause. Maybe I shouldn't have cried when you left and told me not to wait. I feel like no one loves me. Never want me. It's always been me. I always feel like my voice isn't heard. I feel like I'm drowning and no one can help me. Is life worth living? But now, if you suffer from paranormal activities, you are not going crazy. No, you are not going crazy. Something is going on. You are in a spiritual warfare. You are under spiritual attacks. If you need help, we are here for you. You can call us. You can count on us. The helpline is available. You are not going to leave a message. We have men, women of God to take your call. Give us a call today at one 332 4141. Our helpline is available 24 hours a day for you to receive one-on-one -on -one counseling and prayer. Thank you for listening to Soul Food Podcast. Make sure to keep your notifications on to tune in to the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a comment below or send us a message through text at 1-888-312-4141. Don't forget to share with your family so they can feed their soul too. God is with you.